And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. Hey, Frank, a little birdie told me you don't need a satellite dish to get DirecTV. What's little birdie? Was it Jimmy the Sparrow? It's a figure of speech. Point is, you can stream DirecTV over the Internet now. Oh, sure. Next, you're going to tell me those big birds are made of metal and filled with people, right? <laughs> you mean airplanes? Stream DirecTV without a satellite dish. Call 1-800-DIRECTV. Terms or restrictions apply. The new look Nets win again. John Morant is getting scary good here in year two. And Steph Curry is a frickin' inspiration. Hey, I'm Tass Mellis, and this is what you need to know in the NBA for Tuesday, January 19th. We are honest here on what you need to know. And in all honesty, the league's nationally televised games have not been that good this season. And that's got to be a little concerning for the league, especially with their league pass setup that's currently constructed and all that. But on Monday, the MLK Day triple header was phenomenal. It was spicy. So let's get into it. Bucks, Nets. It looked like both these teams really wanted this Eastern Conference tilt. They're playing their starters heavy minutes. He had Kevin Durant getting into DeAndre Jordan's face when he got a stop. Yeah, come on, baby. We need you, big man. They definitely do need him. Uh, James Harden was having intense conversations with his new head coach, Steve Nash, about where to be, where to go, these one-on-one conversations. But it went down to the wire because these offensive juggernauts could not be stopped. Giannis Tedekumpo had 34 points, but the ball was in Chris Middleton's hands late. It seemed like the playoffs last year when they lost to the Miami Heat. Middleton was beating Kevin Durant over and over and over again. They're asking Kevin Durant to do a lot defensively. Guard the wings, guard the bigs, and all that. But Middleton missed one shot when DeAndre Jordan finally pushed up on a pick and roll, and Durant hit one more shot than Middleton did. The ball in Durant's hands after an offensive rebound from James Harden, of all people. Yes, he's in shape. He played 41 minutes more than anybody in the NBA in this game, I should say. 30 seconds left. Gets the ball to Durant. Big three. It's over. The Brooklyn Nets, they still don't know each other. James Harden said after the game, I'm excited to practice, honestly, to get better. To learn. Yeah, James Harden rehabbing his image right before our eyes. No Kyrie Irving in this one, so hopefully James Harden gets to practice with him. Kyrie Irving... Still revamping his conditioning. That's the word out of Brooklyn's camp. Harden had 34 points, 12 assists, 6 rebounds, and 6 turnovers. He's got to learn his team. Kevin Durant had 30 points. His 10th straight game with 25 or more. That is phenomenal, and that is a Nets franchise record. Golden State, LA. East Coast, wouldn't blame you if you went to bed. But you can't when healthy Steph Curry is around. It looked like L.A. was taking care of the Warriors. Their win probability was 96% in the fourth quarter when they were up double digits. But it was odd in the fourth quarter because both LeBron James and Anthony Davis went quiet. Usually it's just one, but both were quiet while the Warriors got loud, especially Draymond Green, who was mic'd up. I told you, if you're open anyone for him, hit you. You can catch that ball right there and make play. I didn't see it. But you didn't see it. That's my point. Always see the ball. Because right. I got you in open space against Marcus Saw. I like that. You see me? Come on. Always mic him up, please, TNT. He was phenomenal. And then he set up Steph Curry for a huge three that sealed the game. A minute left. Dre set a nice pick. Steph gets it up top on Anthony Davis. They're one-on-one. Steph's 
pretty deep behind the line already, but he goes between his legs, then behind his back, steps back even a little bit more, has a lot of space, and splashes over Anthony Davis to seal it. He was 2 of 11 from 3 before that shot. That's how confident he was. And I totally, totally, totally agree with this comment from Tim Bontemps, who said, The NBA is so much better this year than last simply by having Kevin Durant and Stephen Curry healthy and doing what they do again. It's totally true. The watchability of those two franchises goes way up when those guys are healthy. And I just wanted to mention Steph's balance on that shot over Anthony Davis because his balance is a GD inspiration for me. Every morning I wake up, tiptoe out of my room because it's early in the morning. I got two babies sleeping. I lift my leg over the baby gate. And then I lift my other leg over the baby gate. Sometimes I rattle it a little bit. Sometimes there's a little creak in the stairs. But Steph's balance is an inspiration for me. I'm going to get better at walking over that gate, climbing over that gate. So thank you, Steph. Thank you so much for that. I will be better. Steph had 26. Kelly Oubre had 23. LeBron and Anthony Davis, they didn't get to 20 points. Phoenix, Grizzlies. Here comes the John Morant growth in year two. Oh, baby. The Grizzlies closed out the Suns. They closed them out. The Suns didn't lose this game. The Grizzlies won it. And it was all because of John Morant. Watching this guy in the last two minutes is a blast. Tie game, minute left. He drives through three guys. He somehow, somehow navigates his way through three guys, finds Grayson Allen in the corner for a three. Next possession. He drives to his left, keeps that ball on his left hand, and keeps seven-footer DeAndre Ayton on his right hip. Never touches the ball with his right hand, keeps it in his left, uses his body just enough to get the ball up for a layup. It's good. Suns quickly inbound, and Chris Paul bringing it up with John Morant guarding him. And John Morant takes the charge just after scoring on a very quick possession. There was no timeout. Incredible defense from John Morant. Incredible last couple minutes. Now, this game may have ended up differently if Devin Booker doesn't miss a dunk with two minutes left up two. I'm sure you will see it later this week in our whoopsies segment. Booker, rough night, 5 of 21, 12 points. Phoenix was outscored 14-6 in the last 2.30. Quick note, heartwarming note for the Grizzlies because Jonas Valanciunas was unavailable. Rookie Xavier Tillman made his first NBA start out of Michigan State. And Tillman said, quote, me and my wife were in the car geeked and screaming. No way this is happening. When coach told me, I was kind of ready for it. Great little moment there for Xavier Tillman. Congrats to him. Dallas, Toronto. Yeah, pissed off Kyle Lowry. You didn't give him the continuation. He had a phenomenal game in the Raptors win over the Mavs. He had 23 on 9 of 12, 9 rebounds, 7 assists. Luka Doncic needs to be very good for the Mavs to win on any night. He was average 15-7 and 9 on 4 of 11. A lot was OG Ananobi's defense on him. But it was also Luka playing in his first back-to-back of the season. Kind of surprising. After a heavy lift versus the Bulls on Sunday. Mavs head coach Rick Carlisle said about this stretch that the Mavs are going through here. Right now we're entering the most difficult seven days of scheduling in Mavericks history. Yeah, I said that quote yesterday, but I like it so much I'm saying it again. The roster decimated by NBA protocols. They've lost three in a row. They're six and seven. Don't look now. The Raptors have won three in a row. They're five and eight. And Chris Boucher keeps Balling off the bench. Spurs, Blazers. Spurs beat the Blazers by 21. Got balanced scoring. Four guys with 20 or more. But I wanted to talk about a guy who wasn't playing for the Blazers. Because CJ McCollum, who's having a career year, has a fractured left foot and will miss an extended period of time, according to the Athletics' Shams Sharanya. 
This is year eight for CJ McCollum. He changed this shot distribution. First time in his career, more than half of his attempts are three-point shots. 11 per game from outside the arc for him. Only Steph Curry shoots more, and McCollum is making him. He leads the league in made threes and shooting a career-high 44% from out there, ninth in scoring in the NBA at nearly 27 points per game, and he masks what the Blazers aren't able to do defensively. So the Blazers are in for it with this uh, injury news here from Sham Sharanya. Dame had 35. Rodney Hood got his first start and had 21 points in McCollum's absence, but they still lose, as is my fantasy team. It's going to lose very, very badly. The Knicks beat the Magic. Magic have lost six in a row. The Hawks beat the Wolves. You don't need to know anything about that game. And Victor Oladipo made his debut for the Houston Rockets. It was a good one. He had 32. Christian Wood, his teammate, added 30. But the Bulls were too much for the Rockets. Zach Levine had 33. I'm done. Gonna go do some yoga. No, I'm not. Make sure you check out the full No Dunks episode for Tuesday. I will be back to give you the news as fast as I possibly can tomorrow. I'll see you then. Hey, baseball fans, this is Derek Van Riper. Now that spring training games are underway, opening day is just a few weeks away. Eno Saris and I have been getting ready for the season all winter on Rates and Barrels. Whether you're a seasoned fantasy player, a baseball stats junkie, or just someone who wants to learn more about the game, join us for four episodes each week this season, including our new Friday live stream with former big leaguer Trevor May. Check out the live stream on Fridays at 1 o'clock Eastern on the Rates and Barrels YouTube channel, or listen to the show wherever you enjoy your podcasts, including the ad-free option on the Athletic app.